passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Hello, good morning, how are you? Happy umpteenth Christmas of the NFL schedule, calendar, or year. It is NFL schedule release day 2023, and those of us who find ourselves to be residents of Patriots Nation know we will be making our way to Germany come November for a rekindling of one of the greatest, or what used to be one of the greatest rivalries, Patriots versus Colts. Woe be but the days of Brady versus Manning, and now it may be Mac Jones versus Gardner Minshew. I almost think in a lot of ways, This game is reparations for what went on during World War II. But that's for another day. We can talk football tomorrow when we get the full release of the NFL schedule. Today, Thursday, May 11th, 2023, on Breaking Boston. We're going to continue breaking Celtics because they are a hard habit to break, Andy. And on yesterday's episode, and if you missed it, run back and catch it every day. We give you somewhere between 10 to 20 minutes of everything you need to know with a little splash of how we feel to get you fired up, prepared, and ready for your day as a diehard Boston sports superfan. Yesterday, you tried to play the part of the Millennium Falcon taking off from the medical vessel at the end of Empire Strikes Back, leaving us with a moment of hope when you said, I shall try to remain positive because no one is better at coming back from down 3-2 in an NBA playoff series than the Boston Celtics. I was despondent. I was... Equally negative, but of course you portrayed yourself as the positive one because that's what you like to do and always sweep me under the rug or kick me to the curb, and that's fine. We all play our roles in this life. Uh, I, since, have done some reading. I've looked at some stats. I did a little meditating. I also listened to Joe Missoula on the radio today. It was a different radio station, but sometimes these things happen. 
And guess what? I liked what I heard from him. I really did. He sounded like he was in a good place. He's at peace with where they are. And I feel like if there's any way he can finally do some real coaching that we can see and make some moves, now is going to be the time where he can get his not one, but two all-NBA players, two of the top 10 players, as we learned today, that Jason Tatum's a first-team all-NBA player, Jalen Brown a second-team all-NBA player. You ready for this, Andy? I am so fired up for tonight's game, which, of course, will be happening during our schedule release party on WEEI. I'm going to tell you this right now. Celtics are going to roll. I want to believe that. I want to hope that. I'm in. I am a little dubious. I am. And okay. and I'm surprised at right. that because you know all along I've sort of taken the the shots with the Celtics and been like, you know, I'm not worried. That's how they do. They overlook things. They're talented. They're immature. And like the Celtics the other night, did you miss them? <laughs> yeah. No, no. They're Now they're landing. Now the shots are landing okay. and they're doing damage. This is like one of those old-fashioned video games where to beat like the final monster, you had to shoot the same spot like 100 times in a row yep. and the first 90 didn't do much and then you finally broke it down and everything blows up. Um I have concerns like this is I mean, you have Joe Missoula that mm-hmm. some people have like I know you like to fancy yourself a fan and a uh, partaker in the social media world. There's a lot going on on Twitter in the last 24 hours following that loss, like people speculating Jalen Brown sign and trade. And by speculating, I mean, Greg Anthony getting mm-hmm. into uh, mm-hmm. fights with local uh, Celtics fans, including Bill Burt. Um, columnist in our area, Metro West Daily News, and uh, Lawrence Eagle Tribune. Sorry, Lawrence Eagle Tribune, Bill Burt. Yeah, never, fighting never let it happen again. I, I'll try not. Um, but like this this speculation that Jalen Brown, now that he's all NBA, that he, you know, he wants out, and that's like one of the issues and what's going on behind the scenes. I saw speculation like if Missoula loses this game tonight, he needs to be gone. He has to be out. He has yeah. to be a one-and-done coach. Um, there's just a lot transpiring with this team that we all started the postseason thinking they're really talented they're young but they're kind of falling into their stride of who they are and now it's like we're questioning Tatum we're questioning Brown we're questioning Rob Williams we're questioning Al Horford we're questioning Joe Missoula questioning Rob Williams questioning the lineup questioning everybody everything and also Andy what happened here's another question here what happened as you like to say what what happened what happened I'll also say this we like to question things like what happened to home court advantage at the Boston Garden which at this point now I feel like we need to blow up what happened to Celtic pride like you are playing they were wearing last night I hate those uniforms by the way I appreciate the sincerity and the thought that went into the Bill Russell tribute sort of city connect uh, edition this year. I hate those uniforms. I'm so glad they're not wearing them. I want to see them tonight in either the classic Celtic green. If Philly decides to go white or if Philly goes with a different color, I want to see the Celtics in the classic road whites. Just give me straight cut, simple vintage classic uniforms. There is so much going on. Like you said with the team and I'll start with the coach as well. Time tries to heal all wounds. It doesn't necessarily uh, it allows us perspective, though. And while, yes, Joe Missoula has been outcoached by Doc Rivers and things mm. like the zone continue to flummox the Celtics and he mm. calls better timeouts or just flat out calls timeouts and doesn't seem to mm. have an aversion to them or an allergy to them as well. I do feel like Joe Missoula can do no worse. There's this there's this pred- predominant you can do no worse 
approach and attitude that I personally am taking towards tonight's game. I just can't see the backcourt shooting as poorly as they did. I can't see Jason Tatum starting as ice cold as he did. I can't see the emotional connect or disconnect rather, excuse me, that they brought to the table. I can't see Joe Missoula being as stunned by uh, beginning with uh, Joel Embiid's three-pointer all the way through more shots landing for Philly and his team shooting so ice cold. I just think the law of averages will sway back towards the Celtics' favor as well. And then when and if it does come down to, okay, it's a much closer game, it's five points, three points either way, and it's in the balance in the fourth quarter, the Celtics want and will to extend this, their true talent, and hopefully, what I just mentioned a moment ago, Celtic pride will kick in, and they'll send this game back to Boston for what would be absolute Thunderdome on Sunday. But right now, Andy, their mindset is there is no game seven. We have to win tonight. Oh yeah. No, this is lit. I know that they tried to say it was a must win previous. Now it actually is a must win. If they don't win, they are toast. They are going home and their coach could be gone. Players could be shaken up. I mean, just two days ago, we heard the Bruins talking about roster shakeup. We're going to be different. We're not going to be the same team. That's probably what's going to happen to the Boston Celtics. If they lose this game, I wish I had as much faith as you do, and I certainly don't have any faith in the game you just described. If they're in a three- to five-point game down the stretch, I do not feel good about it because they are not good in those situations. They don't close. They need to have a 10- to 12-point lead down the home stretch Those here terrify me more, honestly. Like, no. the bigger the lead, the, this, this, the more nope. scared I get because I feel like that's when – it's when they have the lead, they get comfortable, they get complacent. That little that error. Yeah, they're good enough to keep it. When they have three to five point leads, they don't execute. The coach stinks. The players stink at execution in tight games. That that is not the atmosphere you want. Even on the road, they need to. First of all, you're right. They need to come out and just shoot gosh damn basketball. Like, I'm sorry. You can't go 0 for 7, Al Horford. You can't go 0 for your first 5 or 8, Jason Tatum. Pick whichever piss poor mm-hmm. game, piss poor start you've had recently. You can't have multiple yeah. offensive fouls trying to be more aggressive to make up for what you believe to be a lackluster effort or energy by your teammates, Jalen Brown. Like, right. there was a lot There was a lot of... There's more than a half a yeah. billion dollars wrapped up in those two guys moving forward. <sighs> Their new contracts are $295 million and 313 or 300. 15 million for Tatum like more than a half a billion dollars yeah it's stupid money it's it's really ridiculous but it is what it is it's business it's capitalism Mm -hmm. good for them enjoy but I'm sorry hit some damn shots place it like I don't they feel like they're becoming and again I I tend to pick on Jason Tatum this like paper mache paper champion regular season champion Ooh, i'm the all-star game mvp i'm gonna go in that Ooh, i'm gonna be all nba Ooh, i'm a top five player no no no. this is measured by and we get into these great debates mm-hmm. with charles barkley like those guys are always dogging on each other right Shaq and barkley about titles and oh, not they're the original ball ball busters ball. and i'm i still have the nasty yet somehow oddly pleasant taste in my mouth of the A-plus troll job that Barkley did on Boston fans when he said, oh, if the Celtics lose this series, at least you got the Bruins to fall back on. Oh, wait a second. Like, oh, sir, sir that's what it's about. It's about two. titles. Yeah, he's right. Like, watch he's his right. commercial. Of which his he has commercial none. commercial for FanDuel. Like, yeah, you're going to be surprised at how many championships you win, he says to the young Charles Barkley. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's the road that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are going down. I'm not saying they're well down that road and there's no more exits and they can't get off that highway, but this is starting to be, you know, the the old phrase, nut cutting time. Mm -hmm. It's nut cutting time for Jason Tatum 
Jalen Brown, and Joe Missoula. Those three guys in particular. Don't give me the crap that we're going to blame this on, even though I bitch about him, Al Horford, or we're going to blame this on Brogdon or White. Like, no, I'm sorry. If you guys are worth $600 million, it is nut cutting time. Show up. And as Bill Belichick says, do your jam- damn job. Rob Williams, job would be jam, jam, I Robert. would love to see a couple of jam jobs from Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Now, before I get into some stats that could play into the Celtics favor tonight, I'll hearken back to a year ago when they did the same damn things to themselves. Uh, not quite the same because in game five last year, they just flat out got beat by Milwaukee at home. It was a good game down the stretch. Uh, one rebound and a tip in went the way of the Bucks. It didn't go for the Celtics. Great classic playoff game. Whereas there was a complete no-show two nights ago at the Boston Garden to a point where you'd almost wonder if the team, what is it, the general, the Washington Generals that plays the Harlem Globetrotters put on Celtics uniforms. They were that bad at times. They got booed off their own home court in what Good. they described as, yeah, and you know what? If I was a fan and I paid $500 or $1,500 or $750 for a playoff ticket, a get-in game to see what I thought would have been a wrap-up game, hell, they should have still even won for nothing. Here we are. They're down 3-2. They need to win two in a row to advance. And it starts with winning the game tonight. Everyone's going to hearken back to game six against Milwaukee last year in the Eastern Conference semifinals when Tatum was him and scored 46 points. I'm not expecting that kind of effort again tonight because that's a reliance too much on an individual, even though I know you want to see that kind of heroic performance by the man. I want to see a team win tonight. I want to see Tatum alive, connected, and electric early in the game as opposed to scoring meaningless points later in the game when the rest of the team had already pretty much checked out. Now, I want to know, what do you think of this? So this I saw this earlier. The Celtics are 31-10 and 10 this season when their starting lineup is Rob Williams, Al Horford, Jalen Tatum, and Marcus Smart, okay? Mm-hmm. But the winning percentage for the team is even higher when Derek White plays 35-plus minutes in a game. Now, he's sneaky been a non-factor the last couple. Like, he has not had a great series. After not having, sneaky. He's not been good. No, he hasn't. And I, I wonder want my uh, adulation and praise that we've given him for weeks and months back. Yeah. I want it back because he's falling into Where, the Tatum what's trap. Ha- what's happened with him? I, I, is he tired? I mean, is he overused? Is he spent? Is he injured? We always make those excuses, but this is – you know, like where the pressure starts to build, where like there's a little bit of clutch factor. There's a little bit of, oh, this is real. This really matters. Like this is the time when reputations and legacies are built. And I don't know that everybody responds positively to that environment. Like some people do, right? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Mm -hmm. Butler is a better postseason player than regular season player. He's a great basketball player overall, but he has that extra. The dog that extra dog, that extra gear, whatever you want to call it, to turn it up and to take it to that next level. It's, it's a cliche. Mm-hmm. Like, you always hear coaches talk about it, but it's different in the postseason, right? Like, Blips there's a different, different animal, men. Come on, you got to respond to it differently. You can't think that. Because you, you play the same team over and over again. So now tendencies and familiarities start to rise to the surface as well. Zone defenses. Yeah, I, <laughs> a coach that actually calls timeouts. I get it. Like, look. Philadelphia, everything was falling for Philly the other night and nothing was falling for the Celtics. So let's say if a few shots fall for the Celtics and a few don't for Philadelphia, the mean one will one will improve, one will regress, and the teams should be closer to each other as well. Uh, 
I, I honestly feel like, yes, you do need to lean on your two stars. As I mentioned earlier, one who was named to the first team all NBA, the one, the other one, Jalen Brown named to second team all NBA, which was a little bit of a surprise, but damn, that's a hell of an honor. You have two, according to the voting body, you have two of the top 10 players in the NBA on your team. Now I, I know they also have a first team all NBA player in Joel Embiid and the MVP of the league on the other side. And that guy is on a heater. Celtics screwed the pooch by letting Atlanta stick around in that series, not getting Philadelphia for one, two, or three games, just one. And they lost that damn game with an injured Joel Embiid. So they have to eat the supper that was made for them. And they got to dance with the girl that done brung to the prom. Can they do it? Is Do they have enough talent? Yes. But the one thing, let's just say there was one reason you were only able to pick one reason why you think they're not going to be able to do it tonight. What is that reason? Emotional disconnect. I'm really back to that, that, that weirdness of these, these post game Jalen Browns, when he's talking about, I guess I need to demand the ball more or, you know, I'm running, but no one runs with me. So we, we can't make any plays. I'm not going to dribble into a one on four, this emotional disconnect between Tatum and, and Tatum's falling into your trap, by the way, the thing about, well, we did it last year against Milwaukee. Oh, so we're just going to assume you're going to do it again, that you're uh, going to no, win two I, games. I've said like, a lot of people are going to bring that up. I don't think you can I just snap it. your fingers and um, like, I'll go for 40 again tonight. Yeah. Hate it. Like, I don't like that mentality. So I don't like the emotion and where that is with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And then I just don't trust Joe Missoula. You, you can like listening to him on the radio, like, sure. And then, you know, after game four, um, he, the whole thing about, he didn't want to talk about the timeout post game. Then the next day he says, oh, hindsight, I should have called, called the timeout. <laughs> but then he kept talking and said, but I've, prepared the team all year to play that way and to get the job like so which is it I I, I don't know who he is what he is what he believes in other than three-pointers I, mm -hmm. I that I know for sure he believes in three-pointers yep. other than that I'm not sure who he is I'm not sure he knows who he is and something we need to address is beyond the X's and O's and the timeouts and the three-pointers and all that crap he is responsible for having five guys ready to take the court and play and bring energy and bring pace and hit their shots. That's button pushing. That is part of a coach's job. It might be the biggest part of a coach's job, in my opinion, especially in the NBA when so much is based on talent and energy and runs. Like, he better have those damn guys ready. This is not on just Jason Tatum to show up or Jalen Brown to show up. It's on Joe Missoula. Your job is to get them to show up, push a button. I don't know if it's to disrespect them i don't know if it's to praise them the, you know the parcels some guys need a pat on the back some need a kick in the ass mm -hmm. missoula needs to know which these guys need it's very he much praise it. i think it's very much praiseworthy he, he he doesn't believe that al horford can shoot as poorly again he buys into all of his guys i think that's all okay. remember he told him like there would be moments during the season like just tell him i love him just tell him i love him like he would yeah. give those weird post-game answers now okay, is the well, time to tell these the right guys way. yeah Love them the right way. A little tour may go a long way here. Maybe it's time for tough love. Because he said, you know, this was our first egg, basically, we laid in the playoffs the other night. Maybe it's time for tough love. I don't know what it is, but it's his job today, leading up to game time, to push whatever button it is, to pat whatever back it is, and to kick whatever ass it is. So Andy believes the emotional disconnect 
between mm. the Boston Celtics and their head coach, who is in over his head and well above his pay grade, is going to cost I'm short. them. I know in over your head. I'm short. <laughs> will cost them the series, the game itself tonight, and the series. And they likely will lose, if I'm correct in surmising what I believe your prediction will good. be. He's not, not feeling, feeling good about it. And Glenn Duck Rivers, our old pal, who left us at the altar 10 years ago, right around the same time the Hernandez news broke. What a week that was in Boston sports. Oh, and then Tuca lost game six. Damn, what a June 2013 we had as Boston sports fans. But I digress. And he's not feeling good. I believe that a rising tide of Celtic pride, the talent on the Celtics, and their inability to play as piss poorly as they did again the other night will allow them to sneak out a four or five point win. It'll be convincing, but it also will be a nail biter. And then we'll be setting the stage for a Mother's Day showdown for the ages. That's how I feel. That's how he feels. This is what we do each and every morning. Bring you fresh spins, hot takes, and everything you, the diehard Boston sports super fan, need to know about what the biggest stories are in the wide world of the greatest sports city on earth. This is Breaking Boston. We'll be back tomorrow with our reactions to the Celtics and Sixers game six, as well as a couple of thoughts on the full release of the 2023 New England Patriots schedule. Fahat, producer Koopa, I'm your old pal Fitzy. Thanks for listening to Breaking Boston. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share, and we will talk to you tomorrow, hopefully as winners. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.